everyone. Welcome back to Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine. Today we have in our very special guest, Ashley Slater. Ashley is a podcast host for the podcast Team Us with her husband, Ted. And she also has authored two books, Team Us and Braving Sorrow Together. We talk a little bit about their one of their most recent podcast episodes called How to Rescue a Valentine's Day Gone Wrong, which I felt like was timely in light of Valentine's Day coming up. And I really liked her podcast episode because it could apply to any special date, not even necessarily Valentine's Day. But hopefully it's not you listening that had a Valentine's Day gone wrong. And hopefully that's not the reason you want to listen to it. But honestly, if it is, I've been there. So I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed everything she had to talk about when it comes to relationships and going through hard times. And I just think you're going to love hearing her story and her perspective. So after a few words from our sponsors, please enjoy hearing from Ashley. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Great. Well, since I literally don't know anything about you. I'm really excited to hear um, your answers to these questions and everything. So can you tell us a little bit about like, how did you first start identifying yourself as a Christian or what did that look like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Like I grew up in a Christian home, so I don't remember ever not loving Jesus. And like my mom tells me how I, you know, prayed and asked Jesus to, to be my savior at a very young age, which I don't remember. But, um, as I got older, um, I recommitted my life to the Lord when I was in my teens, you know, my dad was a pastor when I was little, he was in seminary. So I used to hear him like practice his sermons that he had to do in class. And then I would repeat them to like my stuffed animals. And sometimes I'd set up the video camera, um, So I have always grown up loving, you know, God, but as I've gotten older, I've had to make my faith my own. Um, And I think that some things that my parents did that still serve me well today is they really instilled in me a love for God's word and they helped me understand God's character. Because I think those things, as I've been an adult and faced, you know, different situations um, have really carried me through. Those are the things I've gone through back to. So I don't have any like big story about how, oh, this big moment when I came to Jesus, it's really been a lifelong journey with him and getting to know him better and deeper and just strengthening, you know, uh, my faith and trust in him. 
Yeah, that's what it's all about. I I love hearing that because, um, you know, I have two young kids myself and they're a year and a half and two and a half. So just knowing that you can't protect your kids from the world, from brokenness, from hurt, from pain, from sin, but you can teach them how to cling to Jesus in those moments, in those hardships. And so it sounds like that's what your parents tried to do for you was just instill the knowledge of the word and teaching you how to go to it and turn to it. And, and that's really, you know, the beauty of um, Christianity. So I love that you experienced that. Yeah. And it's interesting because I have, I have four girls and so I have some teenagers now and they're, I think they're walking through their own, like we've instilled all the stuff in them, but they're trying to figure out what they believe and make their faith their own right now. And I have to kind of keep encouraging them and pointing them towards truth, but I have to let them figure out how to make it their own, or it's not going to take root and it's not going to be genuine. And that's, I think as a parent, that's really, really hard, especially when I look back and go, but look at all the things that we taught them. They shouldn't be having to wrestle with things, but we all have to wrestle with things. So I was going to say my husband had to wrestle more, I think. Mm. So he's good at encouraging me when I get discouraged at seeing them wrestle going, no, no, I had to go through some of these kind of wrestlings and questions and look at where I am now. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's beauty and encouragement in all of our stories, you know, whether we've held strong in those foundations have carried us through or we've had to wrestle. Oh yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And speaking more into that, have you had like seasons of life or experiences that you've had that have really kind of revealed certain qualities or characteristics of God to you? Yes. Yeah. So in my, um, actually in one of the books that I have, which is Braving Sorrow Together, I really write about what we call our weeping years, which is basically, it was about, I guess it's about 12 or 13 years ago now, like 2010, 2011. And, um, I had a miscarriage and then I started having anxiety and panic attacks and then um, ended up getting pregnant again. And this was my, this was my fifth pregnancy because I'd had three healthy pregnancies before my miscarriage and that pregnancy, pregnancy after miscarriage is so different. I learned than pregnancy Mm. before miscarriage because you don't take the, I didn't take things for granted. There was a underlying fear that I had to really um, give to God through that. Um, and then my husband lost his job and we had to move. It was just, and then he lost it again. It was just a very, very hard couple of years. Um, and I think that that was one of those, I always get emotional when I talk about it, even though it's been over a decade, mm. um, where I got to really see, um, how much I trusted God. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, we went for, um, during my pregnancy, we went for, you know, that exciting appointment where you get to hear the heartbeat um, and they couldn't find a heartbeat. And we had actually brought our five, our oldest, our five-year-old daughter with us. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So they did an ultrasound and um, I just remember, sorry. Like no, I, said, I, was, I, I was, yeah, take your time. And, you know, some of it, I think at this point, when I get emotional, it's because I'm reflecting on God's goodness in the hard times. And um, that always moves me. But I remember 
um, walking out of the ultrasound room after they'd given us the bad news um, and looking at my husband and saying, God is good no matter what. Mm. So uh, I think that was really an opportunity for me to, um, you know, see what I believed about God and his character when I was faced with something that, you know, um, as parents, it can be really easy to go, God, why are you allowing this? You know, why me? And we didn't do that. I, we said, okay, well, lots of people have walked through this, so why not us? Um, but, um, that whole process of grieving that, and then all the difficult things that came after it, I think one, it really solidified for me that I did believe God was good no matter what, and that I could trust him. Um, but it really forced me to, um, step deeper into trusting him because I knew that, you know, my story wasn't always going to go like I wanted it to go. Sometimes mm -hmm. it was going to go very differently. And so I had to step back and go, okay, um, how is God going to use this for my good? Um, and I think our ultimate good is that he makes us more like Jesus when we mm -hmm. go through things. Um, and then for his um, glory. Um, and I also had to reevaluate what I thought about prayer. I remember having a, a moment where, because I grieved very deeply and very openly. And mm -hmm. I found that that was actually helpful to a lot of people who didn't know that they could grieve their miscarriages so openly. And that's kind of where the Braving Sorrow book came out of, even though there's only a chapter that talks about um, our miscarriage. Um, but I remember thinking, okay, why am I praying if I pray and then it's totally different, you know, like I pray for a healthy baby mm -hmm. and then, you know, our preborn baby dies. And I remember my husband, Ted going, because it's about relationship, Ashley, you know, and I think I knew that deep down, but when you're going through grief, it can be hard to remember that. Mm -hmm. um, so that, I think that um, changed the way I think about prayer and the fact that it helped me think about it at a deeper level. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. But... No, it, it does. I actually have more questions about that because um, I, I love that. It's like, yeah, God invites us to pray to him partially for just building that relationship with him. It's like a, a child talking to their parent, you know, like we... That's what we want. Um, but yeah, I guess if you don't mind unpacking that a little bit further, like how did you reconcile that in your mind of like, so when my prayers get answered differently than how I think they should be getting answered, or if God doesn't, you know, you prayed for a healthy baby, a healthy pregnancy, and that didn't happen. How did you reconcile that goodness of him in your brain of how it's still applied to your situation? Well, I mean, we live in a broken world, mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, God doesn't promise that we're not going to have trouble, but he promises that he's going to be with us through it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I really had to step back and um, I love stories when I write. I love to use stories, um, little things that happen in my life and then pull the truths out that God has helped me learn through them and hope that they encourage other people. Um, because I think that, um, and my love of stories makes me really step back and look at life um, with this view that God is 
the author of all of our stories, and he knows the beginning and the end. And so we can trust him, you know, even mm -hmm. if it's not going in the direction that we want it to go. And we just don't know where he's going to take us and what he's going to do with it. So I think that was also part of the reconciling was me going, okay, well, if I really do believe these things about God's character, that I believe that he um, will never leave us, um, that he is good, um, that he's unchanging, um, then I need to trust, even when it's hard, that the story he is writing for me is a good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean that I always feel that way. But, um, you know, our emotions aren't trustworthy. You know, they're real. We should acknowledge our emotions. But, you know, Jeremiah says the heart's deceitful. You know, um, I think it's from Jeremiah. Um, I'll look it up later. <laughs> but uh, so I can't trust my emotions, but I can trust God and what his word says about him. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank, thank you for sharing that. And I appreciate you bringing you know, your experience up and sharing it openly because it is something that a lot of people and a lot of women do walk through. And so just to even know you're not alone and to hear someone else, maybe not even find the beauty out of it, but just to know that God is with them. That's just, you can hold that tight. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I think it's a, I think that women who go through miscarriage, you know, there's, there's a time and a place to say, Hey, you can trust God with your story. And there's a time and a place to say, you know what, you're, this is fresh. This is deep. This hurts. I'm here and I'm listening, you know, totally. to allow people the the time they need to grieve. Um, hey everyone. It's me. We're going to hear a little bit from our sponsors and we'll be back in a quick minute to hear more from Ashley. Do you have like maybe something more recent, um, something that God's teaching you right now, or even just a favorite verse that, that you happen to have in the moment? Okay. I have two that have really been encouraging to me. One overall is um, John 16, 33, where mm -hmm. Jesus says, you know, you will have trouble, but take courage. I've overcome the world. I always find that encouraging when I'm going through something difficult because I'm like, we know how the story ends. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm know who wins the story. So these are momentary trials and hard things. Um, and then the other one I actually use this morning as I was driving my girls to school, because one of them was feeling a little anxious about a friend situation. And for some reason this week, I have struggled with uh, anxiety and panic attacks over the years. Um, and most of the time I'm okay, but yesterday I was having a panic attack. Mm. Um, and usually they just kind of come out of the blue um, mm -hmm. today I was feeling kind of anxious and I said to her, I said, well, can I share something with you that you could meditate on today? Because I'm feeling kind of anxious and this is what I'm meditating on. And it's, you know, Philippians, uh, four, five to seven, where it says, you know, the Lord is at hand. So be anxious for nothing, but in all things, uh, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. My middle school Sunday school teacher made me memorize that. And I still remember it for the most part. Sometimes I forget that with Thanksgiving part. Yeah. Was, <laughs> that's why I was going real slow. Cause I was like, okay, don't forget that part. <laughs> so 
I shared that with her this morning because that's something that I've been reminding myself of just throughout the day. You know, when I start to feel anxious to stop and go, okay, the Lord is at hand. Let me tell him what I'm feeling and then trust him with it. I mean, it doesn't always mean that anxiety goes away, but um, it's just one way for me to focus my mind on, you know, the truth of God's word when my emotions are telling me that I should be worried and anxious and upset. Yeah, that's, that's really, really good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, I want to kind of close out by talking a little bit about your podcast that you have. So I, I listened to it. It's called team us and you host it with your husband. Um, and I think it is great. I actually just listened to the, um, what's it called? The, how to, uh, rescue a Valentine's day gone wrong. Yeah. I loved that because um I was listening to it and I was like I relate to this so much. Actually, I really want you to do an episode on how to rescue a vacation gone wrong because that <laughs> happened to us recently. <laughs> and okay, I will put I will put that in my we we yeah, I have some stories. Really? Oh, good. I'm not yes. alone. <laughs> we had well, a Grand Canyon trip that was interesting. Yeah. Okay. You know, not that I'm happy you had a trip go awry, but at least, you know, it's relatable. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was listening to it and I just thought it was great. I'm not going to give away the, you know, the three tips you guys gave, but they were, they felt very practical. And actually it reminded me a little bit about like, um, you know, kind of what you get from counseling or therapy sessions when if you have a good counselor, you know, a lot of times they give you some good tools or takeaways, pointers that, you know, you can apply to your everyday life. And so that's kind of what I felt like you guys offered. And so um want to point that to, you know, any of our listeners who are looking for a good marriage podcast, team us. Um, But can you tell me, like, maybe... Well, first of all, tell us a little bit about your podcast, maybe, you know, about it and why you do it. But then I also would love to know if you have a favorite episode that, uh, you know, you can point people to and why you have that as your favorite. Oh, those are good questions. Okay. Well, uh, the Team Us podcast, it's based on my, I have a book called Team Us that I wrote several years ago. And when I was writing it, I thought if I tell all these stories about my marriage and my husband especially if men read it, although I know women typically read marriage books more, they might be going, wait, she's picking on her husband. So Ted and I came up with this idea in the book that we would have these things that were said, Ted says, because, you know, Ted talks is trademark. So we couldn't go with that. Um, and so he will, throughout the book, there's these little commentaries where he, where he will make comments about what I'm saying. Um, and so when it came time, when we were asked, we actually were asked to do the, po if we would consider doing the podcast based on the book, um, and they asked for Ted to do it too. And I was like, well, that's perfect. You know, so he's a good sport. He's one of, you know, he's edits a lot of the stuff I write for me and um, does the podcast. Um, and we just try to be very practical and very real. Like we are not polished and that's okay because in normal life, most of us are not polished. Um, but, oh, a favorite episode. I really did like the Valentine's day one. It was fun. Like I asked Ted a bunch of trivia at the beginning. It is kind of fun just yeah. throwing things at him because I don't script. I, I have a script I follow and I tell him the general idea, but I don't script him because it's more fun that way. Love it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I thought it was super fun. I really enjoy hearing, um, like you said, from the couple, because you get both sides, you get, you know, maybe a woman's perspective, maybe a man's perspective, different personalities, you can kind of see, you know, maybe how some of the, um, I don't want to use the word conflicts, but just marriage, you know, we, we've we all experienced what it's like to, you know, butt heads a little bit. So it's cool to see both sides. And I, yeah, I really enjoyed listening to it. So I'm looking forward to listening to your episodes on a more consistent basis, but um, yeah. And then you do have one other book. Do you want to talk a little bit about your second book that you have? Sure. Um, the second one is called Braving Sorrow Together. And it's really this overarching idea that God is the author of our stories. And so we can trust him when we're going through difficult things. And we shouldn't try to go through them alone. We should reach out to our community. I mean, obviously you have to pick people you trust because you can get a lot of bad experiences when you're going through something hard if you're not you know, picky mm-hmm. about that. But a big thing is building the community when you're not going through hard things so that when you hit the hard things, you have the community. Yeah, that's great advice. Wow. And it just, yeah, it just looks at a bunch of different losses. So some people have said it's a good book to have on hand and pick up when you're going through like the loss of a dream or the loss of a relationship mm-hmm. or health issues. Um, and I also talk about the, our miscarriage in that in our weeping years. Yeah, no, thank you for, for, taking the time to, you know, share your experiences, write those books, come on here and talk about, you know, your heart a little bit. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I'm just so grateful I had the chance to meet you and, and highlight some of your experiences. everyone thanks again for tuning into another week's episode of sparkle speak you can find us again at sparklefaith.com or you can check out our sponsors at lifeaudio.com to find more podcasts just like this one as always please don't forget to rate subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts it really helps our show Um, also leaving a comment really helps and also don't forget you can submit your own faith story if you have something you would like to share or if you know someone who would possibly be interested in sharing Um, all the details are in our podcast notes You can find the direct link to fill out our form and we will see you again next time at Sparkle Speak. Has fear stolen your peace? I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, helping you fight your fears and grow your faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.